Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm a transformational leader and an instigator of joy. And I am so glad you're here. We've got another episode with Amy White today. And today is all about delightful surprises. It feels like for all the months that Amy and I have been doing these energy updates, the greater consciousness has been giving us the wisdom of what we need to learn, what we're going to be going through and how to help, help us manage that, help us bring more ease to it. And this month, you guys, this month, it's like happy, playful, skipping energy. It's about retraining our brains to find the bliss, to find the inconspicuous awesomeness, to find the delightful surprises, to find the magic and the miracles. And I am so excited about it. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you probably know this is totally my zone of genius. I've been practicing this for a while. And, you know, so Amy and I recorded last week. And since then, I've been more excited, which is maybe hard to believe, but even more excited to find the delightful surprises in every day. And the other day, Pete and I were walking and we've seen a bunch of armadillos lately. And armadillos are, I believe the word armadillo actually comes from or translates roughly to turtle rabbit which if you've ever seen an armadillo is obviously what they are. They're turtle rabbits. So these turtle rabbits, the way they run is so funny. And we saw one, it's like run, 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 pause, run, 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 pause. So we saw one do that across the street, run, 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 pause, run, 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 pause. And then it run, 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 pause. And then it stuck all of its legs out in front of it and behind it and just did a belly flop into the, into the bush. It was amazing. I was delightfully surprised to see that. So listen to what the greater consciousness says, listen to the wisdom, feel into it and start your own experiment. Where can you find delightful surprises? How can you be more open to it? And how can you acknowledge that these things are delightful surprises? And how does it make you feel? What changes in you and how does it become a practice? So another delightful surprise that I experienced lately was, so on Thanksgiving, I got this massive intuitive craving to, I want to go to an animal sanctuary. And I did a little Googling, seeing if there was any place near us. And none of the options really lit me up. It didn't feel like the one. So I was like, okay. I guess maybe this will wait. Maybe we will plan like a little road trip or a camper adventure sometime. And that's when we'll go to an animal sanctuary. And then I was doing my morning routine, my activation exercises and everything. And I picked up my phone one more time. And I honestly have no idea what I Googled this time, but there it was in front of me, little bear animal sanctuary, little bear is one of Makai's nicknames. And for those of you who might be new here, Makai is my soul dog who left us unexpectedly in May. And oh, little bear, it's my baby. So anyway, little bear animal sanctuary was only an hour away. And I got so excited about it, shared it with Pete. And he was equally like, yes, obviously we need to go there. And on their website, it says to visit, please call at least a week in advance. And then when you call, cause I was like, oh, okay. It's Thanksgiving day. Maybe I'll call tomorrow. And then I read and it was like, call and leave a message. I was like, okay, sweet. So I won't be interrupting anyone on Thanksgiving. And when you, when you call the message is like, it's really hard to get you in. Like weekends are always busy. Maybe we can get you in on a weekday. Please give us multiple weeks in advance. And I was like, in my heart and soul, I was like, no, we're going tomorrow. And, but my brain was starting to feel like, oh, yeah. okay, maybe we're not going till January. So left a message and was like, we would like to come 
as early as possible and then got on with my life. And on Friday, we got back from a run. This is the day after Thanksgiving, got back from a run and there was a message on my phone. They'd called to say, can you come this afternoon? So of course I was like, yes, cancel everything. I was planning on doing this afternoon. We are going to play with animals. So we spent the afternoon hanging out with and petting so many pigs, so many happy grunting pigs. There was this one pig named George who every time I stopped rubbing his belly, he moaned just like, <laughs> I, don't, I can't do this moan, but um, I kept petting him for a long time. We met so many goats. Goats are hilarious. I, when I was a teenager, I volunteered at a wildlife rescue which also had goats and some cows, some calves actually. So I spent a lot of time with them and I used to love the goats, except the goats would always chew on my shorts. The goats here did not chew on my shorts, but they were, they were so loving. They love being scratched between their horns and they're just such curious, hilarious creatures. And then the cows, which, oh, I had just like, you know, certainly had a moment one of the few of the cows, another, the big bull also loved being scratched between his horns. So anyway, we had this amazing day and the next day I decided, oh, I'm going to give a portion of all of the, all the profits I make from now until the end of the year until the end of 2021, I'm going to donate it to a little bear animal sanctuary. So that means that if between now and the end of the year, you book a human design reading, a private session, a partner human design reading. If you get the four, six masterclass, or you sign up for access to my meditation library or the inner critic transformation, or what else is there? Unstuck yourself or anything else through my website, a portion of your money will also be going to support all of these animals at Little Bear Animal Sanctuary. And one of the things that you can sign up for is an emotional authority masterclass. I'm going to do it live. So it's happening live Tuesday, December 7th at 2 p.m. Eastern. And it's 2 to 3.30 p.m. I'm giving us 90 minutes. And this is, this is actually a really big deal. I'm going to teach you so much. And at the end, there's going to be time for Q&A and live coaching. So here's what you're going to learn. Wait, before I even tell you that, let's just talk about authority for a second. So in human design, we are advised like at the, at the uppermost level to live your design, to do your personal human design experiment, follow your strategy and your authority. Your strategy is the strategy for your energy type. So for instance, if you're a generator, it's to respond to the gifts the universe brings you. If it's, if you're a manifester, these are just examples. You can find out more on my website, on my blog. Uh, if you are a what did I just say? A manifester. It is to tell people what you're going to do before you're going to do it. Okay. So authority is your unique intuition. And we all have tons of different varieties or flavors of intuition. And your authority though, is the one that is really here to guide you. They're all here to guide us, but this is the one, if you want to, when you're making decisions, you listen to this. So even if like me, you have like three different forms of intuition, just lined up in a row, the, the emotional authority is the one you're supposed to listen to. That is the one that is going to guide you. And here's a sneak peek. Emotional authority is our direct line to the universe. It is amazing. So I'm going to teach you how to use this superpower, why it's a gift. And, and you're going to learn from somebody who actually has emotional authority and has been experimenting with it and learning all about it for years that someone is me. I'm going to teach you how to use your emotional authority to get off the struggle bus and experience more ease, flow, and abundance, how to make decisions, make using your emotional authority which of the four unique emotional waves you have. They are all so different. And this, this in itself is a just mind blowing. We all, all of us, it's, it's not enough to just say, oh, you have emotional authority, which emotional, 
when you have emotional authority, okay, that means one thing, but then how do you experience emotional waves and how do you take care of yourself and support others when they're in their emotional wave? And how do you receive support when you're in your emotional wave? What do you do with it? What is the secret superpower of that emotional wave? And then also, are you ready? We're going to go through the specific gifts that make up your emotional wave. So let me translate to human design speak. The gifts, the gates, excuse me, that form each emotional wave. I'm going to tell you all about each one of those gates. This is a deep dive. Nobody else offers this. And I'm giving it all to you live December 7th. It's a Tuesday. 2 p.m. Eastern. It's $57 to join us. So sign up now. Go to kelseyabbott.com and click on human design classes, or I'm just going to put the link in the show notes. So book, reserve your spot right now because we're doing it next Tuesday. That's just a few days away. Okay. Is that everything I have to share with you before we get into the delightful surprises that Amy White has in store? I think it is. So sign up for the emotional authority masterclass. If you have emotional authority, how do you know if you have an emotion, if you have emotional authority, when you look at your human design chart, if your solar plexus, this, this probably isn't helping you if you're brand new to human design. When you look at your chart, look at the tent person on the far right, there is a triangle that the big triangle towards the bottom on the right. If it is colored in, you have emotional authority. If it is white, you do not have emotional authority. So if that's colored in, sign up for the emotional authority masterclass. If you have a question, send your chart to me and I'll tell you whether you have emotional authority or, or not. And you can email it to me at Kelsey at KelseyAbbott.com. All right. I'm going to get out of here and leave you to the wisdom of Amy White and the greater consciousness. I love you. You are a miracle. You are wonderful. You are magical. You are a delightful surprise. Go forth and be awesome. Amy White in the house once again. I love these monthly get-togethers that other people get to listen to. Well, they get to listen to part of it. Yeah, I know. We were just talking about that, right? All this all the pre-recording convo we have. But you know, it's really funny. I was noticing today um, that it feels like this, the time between when we get together to record these is shorter and shorter and shorter. And yet we pretty much do it about the same time every month. But I was looking at my calendar and I was like, oh, oh my gosh, it's already here. You know, it's, it's really, it was, it was both surprising and delighting for me, which is actually something we're going to talk about today. Mm. Surprise and delight, but um, it was surprising and delighting for me today. And I love that it feels like very little time goes by between these conversations. Me too. And I had this similar feeling and all week I've been like, oh, I get to talk to Amy this week. I get to talk to Amy this week. <laughs> and yet I also had a, wait, it feels like forever ago that we talked. And I think that's just because we were texting a bunch like for the first two weeks, maybe after we last talked. And then I was like, wait, I miss her. (laughs) Back at you. Back at you. So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. And I mean that on every level. I'm so (laughs) glad you're here in my life, in in the Find Your Awesome podcast, in, in the world in general just really grateful for you, Amy. Thank you. Thank you. I am in deep appreciation for being here too. And I can say that's taken me a little bit to get to, especially with some of the turmoil uh, upheaval that's happened, you know, this year for me in my personal journey. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm still glad to be here. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. It definitely feels like a, huh? Yeah, I'm here. Wow. Actually, that reminds me of, I was just telling you before we hit record that swimming, I swam at uh, master's practice this morning and it was so cold. And my coach checks in on me on cold days. Cause Kelsey doesn't do the cold so well. And he's like, how are you doing? I was like, I'm here. I'm, I am here. 
<laughs> like my muscles free, like kind of lock up in the cold. I'm like, mm-hmm. but I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Doing my best. Yeah. And your body, your body knows what it needs. We talked about that too. It does. It does. Yeah. And after a cold swim, it needs to lie on hot concrete. It needs sun, uh, and hot showers. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's funny because I know that you've had um, some portion of your life experience living in cold places, as have I, um, and how how we adapt so quickly <laughs> to what is cold for me right now versus what is cold for like the people back east, you know, where I, know. I grew up, where they have snow on the ground today, you know, and it's like, wow. You know, it's, it's, I've been really thinking about that, just how, how adaptable our bodies are. Um, and also how in, in both ways, right? Like if I were to go back to that climate, it, I would adapt again, but I don't really want to. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I absolutely would adapt again. And I feel like there's a bit of a big sigh of relief for my body. That's like this warmth thing. Yeah. Turns out we're kind of made for it. Hot and humid. I know I've had other friends from um, California say that Florida, especially in summer, feels like the inside of someone's mouth. Uh, (laughs) Armpit is usually. (laughs) (laughs) But the dry heat for me makes it feel like the sun will not stop touching me. And I, I like some moisture in my body. Thank you very much. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. I I can see that though. I, I'm not a humidity fan, so I can, I can see both sides. (laughs) Well, my husband and I were talking yesterday about how I feel like it makes sense to me that early humans like evolved in the jungle and the desert. And so we're pre- we're basically like genetically, we have a genetic preference for one mm-hmm. versus the other. I mean, mm-hmm. I have these toes that like I could still hang from trees. I'm oh, exaggerating, goodness. but like, yeah, a jungle person right here, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm the desert person. <laughs> but, you know, actually, and, and, and it's funny, and I, and I love this because one of the things that the greater consciousness wants to talk today about is experience like experiences, but, um, I was just, I was just thinking about how I'm kind of like Goldilocks, you know, I don't like it hot. I don't like it humid. I don't like it cold. I don't like it damp. I don't like it dry. I don't like it. You know, it's like, I'm like, there's a, there's about 10 degrees, you know, and a certain amount of humidity that really like fits my, my system. It's where I feel the best. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, and it's really that middle, it's like hot, too hot, too cold. Uh, just right. <laughs> I feel like everyone actually has that like ideal, those ideal conditions. just not everyone is aware of it. Yeah. I think, I think, I mean, that makes so much sense. Um, and I, and I love the idea of the awareness too, you know, growing up in the, on the East coast of the U S I, I didn't really have an awareness. You kind of were, you slogged through winter, you slogged through summer. I did anyway, mm-hmm. you know, because it was either cold and snowy or hot and humid, or it was raining. <laughs> um, uh, none of seasons, none of the seasons I really cared for too much. Um, but then when I moved to California, I realized like, oh my gosh, this is what my heart and soul and body has been longing for this sort of temperate, basically the same weather every day. Um, and, and my body really flourishes in that. Yeah. So interesting. I can't remember if you have taste digestion. Um, but that's, it's what I have. And it's like, um, it's liking the same thing. It, in for long periods of time until the Mm. seasons change, but the seasons aren't winter, spring, summer, fall necessarily. A season can be like six years long. Yeah. And then you're like, Oh, nope. Ready for a change. 
Yeah. Don't want to eat avocados ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yes. Did, did you just pull that from my head? Because that, that I love avocados. <laughs> yeah. It was an avocado a day for like two years and then nope, nope, I don't want those. My poor mom would be so thoughtful and, you know, I got you avocados when I came to visit. Oh, thank you. Like can't quite stomach that. Yeah. Oh man. So good. So experiences, eh? Experiences. You know, the greater consciousness has been very chatty lately about having the awareness of being in an experience and not, uh, in the way of being halfway through it or coming out the other side or creating the ending of the experience, but, but finding that place and that space. And they called it the, they called it kind of the center point, which is different from the balance point we've talked about before, right? Where they, where they talk about bringing the soul and human experience into the same moment, but they were saying that this, the center point, which is not the middle of an experience, but the coming into the present moment of an experience and finding the, and finding the positive aspects that are all around us. And one of the things that um, I've, I've been invited in my personal uh, journey to start to look at and be really intentional about is how will the universe surprise and delight me today? You know, or I'm open to the possibility that source, spirit, God, love, Fred, the universe can and will surprise and delight me. And one of the reasons that they talk about that in this idea of being in some kind of experience is that no matter how the experience feels, you have a choice to turn your eyes towards things that you can see around you that are surprising and delighting and thing or things that are around you that feel like the slog and the, you know, and the reminder that you're not feeling so good. Right. And it's not about denying our feelings at all in the midst of it, but it's about saying, I just read this it's so interesting how it all sort of unfolds for me. So I read this quote a couple of days ago that said, um, you, you, you will spend as much energy, the same amount of energy focusing on what can go wrong as focusing on what can go right. And I read that and it brings such a truth for me that, you know, we, we, we can choose how and where we put our attention. I, I know we've talked about on your podcast for before about how, you know, the car goes where your eyes go, right? So in the race mm-hmm. car driver analogy, right? The, the car can, can take these hairpin turns at high rates of speed because the driver is already directing the car with, with their eyes, with their gaze. And our, our experiences are very similar we can direct the way that our experiences unfold based on how we focus our attention. And that's not denying the reality, right, of the experience, but it's saying, okay, here I am in this experience, acknowledged, you know, acknowledged I'm here. And how do I want to feel through this? I love this idea. I've been playing with this. The, the, the greater consciousness says this surprise and delighting. It can be like a game, like a childlike wonder experience, experiment, you know? And so I've been doing this. I was driving uh, up to Orange County the other day and I was like, all right, universe, let's play. I, I am open to the possibility that you can and will surprise and delight me today. And then literally for the hour drive, it was one little thing after another little thing after another little thing. And I wasn't even looking for it. You know, I just put it out there. And like the moment that I even said it in my mind, the sun came through the clouds and it hit this metal ring that's on the dashboard of my car. And the way that it shot light inside my car was magic, magic. And, and, and so 
it doesn't take away from whatever I'm experiencing, right. In this life, on this life journey, in this, on this path I'm on right now. And, and I think we talked about it last time, right. There, there's been a lot of upheaval in my own personal experience. So I can focus my attention on, on the upheaval and how discomfort, how much discomfort it causes me, or I can say, yep, there's discomfort here. And, you know, this, and, and I am open to the universe, surprising and delighting me every moment of the day. Uh, This is my favorite thing. This is, this is when I started my Instagram account, I have no idea when that was, uh, 2014, 15. Anyway, I committed to this daily project of finding the inconspicuous awesomeness in every day. Yeah. And it was just, it was the magic and the miracles. And since I went off social media last year, I, well, I haven't been doing that, but I have been doing it in my personal life. And I've made a practice lately of writing down the, I call them the miracles, like finding the miracles every day. And Amy, I need to tell you the story. I haven't told it on the podcast yet. So I went outside. So I go outside and greet the day every day. And I went outside to say good morning to the world. And I opened the screen door and I saw a bunny run away. And I was like, good morning, bunny. And then I went and stood and was greeting the day. And the bunny hopped and it was like five feet away from me. I was like, oh, the bunny's coming closer. And the bunny hopped closer and it was like three feet away. And I was like, oh bunny's coming closer. And then the bunny hopped up to one foot away. And I was like, Oh my God, this is the best day ever. And then the bunny hopped right up to me and it sniffed me. So like, I call it a bunny kiss. It, it just barely didn't touch me. And we sat there together for like 30 seconds and then it hopped away. That was absolutely positively the miracle for that day. Wow. Talk about surprise and delight. I know. I love no, you know, and it's funny. It, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's so much about not looking for it in that intentional way, right? It's allowing, allowing ourselves to be surprised and delighted as we're having this conversation, there's two hummingbirds that are playing between the railing outside my window and the tree that's right here. And usually one hangs around, but this one is actually, um, like a red-throated hummingbird that I don't see ever out here, out my window. And it's so funny as we're talking about this and they're just, they're just having a field day out there. And it really is beautiful. Oh, (laughs) sorry. I'm just like, oh, there's my surprise and delight right now. Yeah, absolutely. And also awe and wonder, cause like the way the hummingbird exists, and flies and the speed at which it beats his wings. Like, yeah. How does it do that? I know. And I love the word wonder when the greater consciousness was sharing um, last night in my uh, twice monthly community, a similar conversation, they actually gave me this visual and it's so it's just sweet. It's like this little boy chasing a grasshopper through a field and that the sun is out and you know how If you've ever been around a grasshopper, when you get close to it, it springs and it lands and then you can kind of approach it and it springs and it lands. And in my mind's eye, this little boy is laughing, giggling, and he's not, you know, causing harm to the, to the grasshopper, but he's just in the moment of like following the bliss of this amazing creature and his part in the play of it all. And when I think about surprise and delight. That's what it is. It's that wonder. It's that childlike wonder. And why this is so important and why it's coming up now is very uh, um, on point for the energy for December, because it's, it's, we have this time and we talked last month about how time is speeding up, but we also have this time now where we can start to put some of this into practice to create this um, uh, new uh, way that we look at life around us. And what the greater consciousness is saying is that this is really important. 
it's like we've gone through this two year almost cycle of really, for many of us, exhausting work, uncovering, you know, unknown uncertainty. And we're being given this roadmap through playfulness, through wonderment to start to find a grounding space that's different than anything we've been experiencing. And it's more like playful now so that it becomes second nature down the road. That way, no matter what life unfolds experience-wise for each one of us, we have a different basis for which we attend those experiences. And, and one of the things that greater consciousness is saying is that but what often we, we only really fully comprehend and experience when we come out the other side of it, whatever that means. So when something shifts or pivots for us and we can look back over the vastness of the experience and go, oh, I see why that happened or I understand what I learned through that. This invitation says, find that space where you can look at the experience in the experience instead of waiting until you're beyond it. Because what happens often for us is that by the time we unravel or um, uh, uh, deep, more deeply understand the, the breadth and depth of an experience, we're already in the next one. And so finding this pause now, bringing in that joy, that childlike wonder, the willingness to co-create surprise and delight with the universe, with spirit, with source, allows the experience to unfold itself more in the present moment in, than after the fact looking back. And while it doesn't make the experiences, if they feel challenging, feel easy, it does bring a lightness. You know, this isn't about um, pretending that we're not having a challenge. That's a life, that's a human experience. That's a human condition, <laughs> but we can definitely be in the midst of it and, and play that this ant. I am having this challenging experience and I still can embrace the idea that I can be surprised and delighted every day. And I, the, the way that the greater consciousness is making me feel about this is that the more we put it into practice now, the easier it becomes to have that be our set point or at least our conscious awareness point as we experience other sets of situations and circumstances through all of the rest of our life journey. They said this last night and they're reminding me now that this is, this is a, a practice that actually can influence the rest of our life journey. Because once we find a way to dance in this space, we have a different way of viewing everything that comes into our life or leaves our life or explodes in our life or implodes in our life. And it's really powerful. I, I, I feel like it's one of the biggest invitations that I've heard uh, come through from the greater consciousness. And I love that it's playful. You know, it doesn't have to be serious. This human experience is pretty serious, you know, and it can feel really serious for many of us. So bringing play, bringing childlike wonder, expecting to be surprised and delighted, it changes everything. Okay. So, um, I, I know I'm here to play in the light and Makai reminds me that I'm here to play in the light. Makai told Emma Jensen, who was on the podcast as an animal communicator a few months ago, he told her he'd send grasshoppers as a reminder that he's there. So I see grasshoppers all the time. And then one of the times that she connected with him after he transitioned, he was following a grasshopper around, like just really with Aww. childlike wonder. So I absolutely positively feel like he's through you, through the greater consciousness right now, reminding me, mom, you're here to play in the light. Keep, keep playing. Yeah. Keep playing. Yeah. yeah. 
I feel I, yeah, you're welcome. I, I feel like many of us in some ways, shapes and forms have been conditioned to, to not see that there are multiple paths, no matter where we are. And that we're many of us kind of trained that when things are bad, focus on the thing, focus on what's happening. And so this, this can feel like a, like a, a 180, you know, from what we've sort of been conditioned as a society to believe that how we deal with challenges. And yet it really is the way through, you know, I love, we've talked about before, like Abraham Hicks is one of my favorite teachers in the spirituality space. And they say often that life is supposed to be fun. And and I welcome that so much. And, and the more I work with the greater consciousness and, and work with the energy of the time now, the more I really understand that it's not to uh, pretend that things aren't happening in our lives or in the world, right? It's to say these things are happening in our lives and in the world. And I can still see the beauty the fun. I can still engage in playfulness. I can still find ways to make space for these surprising and delighting experiences. And they don't have to be these huge, big, bold, neon light, you know, aha moments. You know, yesterday driving, it, it was the way that the sun, you know, hit that, that metal circle thing in my car it was the way that the sunlight was hitting the ocean as I was driving by. It was the way the fog was burning off in the morning and the, the different color of the light and the blue and the grays. And it was, it was that. It was a license plate that said 888, which always makes me smile. You know, and it was, but it wasn't, it was just this organic, all of a sudden I had this broader awareness of everything around me. <clears throat> and, you know, and I'll, and I'll say, and, and this is hard to say because I really try so hard to be in appreciation for where I live, but there are times when I will drive down the freeway on the cusp of the ocean and never see it, you know? And so it helps me to play in the space of being aware of what's around me. And not being so myopic or heady about whatever I'm processing through the experience that I'm processing through. And, and again, this is big for the energy that's here right now. You know, that full moon eclipse that happened back on Friday, early Friday morning uh, in, the, in the U.S. time zones anyway. Um, it is an invitation to look for a different way to ride the waves of this experience of, of these experiences. And this feels like a perfect time for this. Like we're, we're in Santa season almost yeah. we're in advent calendar season, which for me is not restricted to December. I think of every day as an advent calendar because I just love the idea of like, oh my goodness, I've never seen this day before. Yeah. What, what is it going to show me? Yeah. So just yeah. to be in the magic and miracles and, and open up to uh, wonder, surprise and delight. Yeah. And I love yeah. the word delight so much. Me too. It always me makes too. me giggle a little bit. Yeah. 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 And, and it's funny because even as I started to hear these words, surprise and delight, I'm like, okay, surprise can also have a, a can be a double edged word for me. Right. Yeah. It's like, I want to be good surprise. <laughs> I don't want like, you know, scary monster to jump out from under the bed surprised, you know, and I think it really is just about intention. Mm. Um, when when I say surprised and delighted, it's pleasantly surprised, unexpectedly surprised and delighted. Delightfully surprised? Delightfully surprised. Yeah. I would yeah. love to be delightfully surprised every day, please. Yeah. 
I, I'm open to being mm. delightfully surprised every day and, and aware, willing to be aware that I have a role in that. Yeah. You know, it shifts the way we see the world around us. And, and, and it, it really influences how we take information in. You know, something that I was hearing the other day, the greater consciousness just literally slammed it <laughs> into my brain. Um, the speaker was saying, do you know, if we had, um, we have these news channels that play 24 hours a day. And if they reported equally on all of the news that was out there, not just the negative stuff, but all of the, the news that was happening, if they reported on all of it, the negative news would be almost a, a, a blip in that 24 hours. It would be a static, quick static, you know, one second static sound. And this, this practice feels like that. How do we curate more and more of the greater that's happening in this world and, and not be so hyper-focused only on those things that we're being fed, that are being fed to us. And it's not, I'm not even saying that in a negative way, but if any time that someone is in a position where their job is to give us information and we're accepting that information, that to me is being fed, you know, being fed information. So we can play with this and say, oh, well, I can be fed information from the universe too, you know, and I want that, I want that to feel good. I want that to feel good. And the greater consciousness is saying, look, they know there are good news outlets. There's many good news outlets and that not everybody tunes into only the news that, that has some fear or some negative connotations to it. But overall, from a collective perspective, we do tend to, you know, our, our, we tend to focus our glance there um, for whatever the reason. And so this just helps us to broaden our perspective and break that cycle of, of forgetting or a better way to say it, they're saying is to begin to reclaim and remember the broader beauty of our life experiences, each one of us. Mm. It's like, remember to look at the light. When you describe your drive yesterday, every one of your examples was about light. The light, like magically yes. reflecting off that ring, then the play of the light in the colors in the sky. Yeah. And I forget your middle. Oh, the light oh, on the ocean. ocean. Yeah. The sparkly. So yeah. it's, it's saying like, just pay attention. We see the light. Yeah. Our eyes are capable of seeing it, but pay attention and note it. It sounds like. Yeah. Well, and by the way, in PS, all of these things are happening around us, whether we see it or not, you know, and, and that's the, the intention then is I want to see it. Yeah. I want to remember it. I want to be reminded that there's more to my life experience, each one of us, than what might feel right in front of us in the moment, even in the moment, even in the most dark night of the soul moments, when it doesn't feel like any light can get in, there is still the possibility of opening ourselves up to notice and to allow the universe or spirit to work through us for our inner being to have more space to direct our attention to the magic and miracles, the surprising and delightful things that are around us the delightfully surprising things. That delightfully surprising things. Uh, so it's just a practice. It's simply because I, I think there's a lot of people that would, that can see the, the delightful surprises in their life, but then they quickly forget about it because then they get all tangled up in the hustle and bustle, the pressure, the stress, the, the neg negativity out there. So it sounds like there's also a see the surprise and delight and remember it, like, let it be a magical moment in yeah. your life. 
it, it's very similar to how as people begin to come into connection with their intuition, you know, and it first might start with synchronicities and coincidences, right? I think of someone they call, I, you know, or I, you know, whatever it is, whatever the synchronicity is. I think of a song and it plays on the radio. It's the same. It, it feels a little haphazard, like, oh, that's a cool party trick. But what we, when we, and this is the big thing the greater consciousness is saying, this is about setting the intention every day to be open to the awareness. So it's not just, oh, if it happens and I notice it, cool. It's like, today, my intention is as much as I can, as often as possible, to be to be allowing of life to surprise and delight me and to acknowledge it when it happens. And also, you know, this is not, there's no hundred percent here, right? You still, and that's why they were saying earlier, you can have the, this ant, you can be in a really dark night of the soul or experiencing a really challenging situation and still be open to see even to be open to the possibility that you can see the magic and miracles around. And without, and, it, and it's not an active thing. It's really a passive thing. You set the intention and then you allow yourself to receive it as opposed to, and I love this. I have this conversation so often with clients. They're like, I want a sign and now I drove down the highway and I saw three, 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 three license plates and then 1111 on a billboard. And, a, and I'm like, okay, well, what did it tell you? They're like, I don't know. And it's like, yes, because you're setting the intention and then you're, and then your thinking mind is getting involved. And now you're looking for these signs. You know, this is a, this is a setting the intention and really letting it go and saying, okay, I know. I trust, I have faith, or I suspect that I'm going to be surprised and delighted at some point today. Let's see how it comes. And that's where, you know, again, like the little boy chasing the grasshopper, that glee, that joy, it was organic, you know, for us, it's the same. It's about just allowing and see what happens and make a joyful game out of it, you know? I like even be like, hey, universe, how are you going to surprise and delight me today? I'm waiting. I'm excited. I can't wait. What will it be? Like you were saying how you set your day. It's beautiful. And, and it gives us this expanded purview of the world that right now we need so that we can be grounded so that we can be centered, so that we can keep remembering to come back to the capital T truth of who we are. And so this is really sort of like widening the, the, the runway or you know, widening the, the roadway for us to have more space. It's big. It's big. And that space bit is interesting. Because I feel like so many times you've talked about space and grace, give yourself space and grace. So here we are giving ourselves more space. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think it really is probably the top message of 2021 space and grace, yep. space and grace. It, and this year has been the, a foundation laying, lying year for us to really have this pathway to ourselves, you know, to make it easier to remember who we are and our truth, and then to keep coming back because we're not macheting our way back, back to ourselves all the time, all the time, all the time, which has been a pattern for many of us in the past. You know, it's like finding ourselves and then having to re-remember, re-reclaim and, and this is, this is about like, it's time pave that path, pave it, make it easy, give space. So you can keep coming back, keep coming back. 
Yeah. So you can ride your bike down the path instead of the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's big. It's big. I feel like this is the most positive message too that the greater consciousness has brought us in all of these episodes in 2021. And it feels like a big yippee. Like it just <laughs> feels like, oh boy, this is such a gift. Yeah. We're not trying to ride a bike in the ocean. Yeah. We're not getting pounded by the waves. Yeah. We're being surprised and delighted as long as we are aware enough. Yeah. Yeah. We have the choice. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, the other piece about this human experience is that we absolutely have a choice as to how we construct the way we view whatever we're going through in our lives in the moment. And it's, it's really powerful. There's a lot of personal responsibility there and there's a lot of empowerment there and it can feel, it can feel like a double-edged sword. You know, it's like, oh, well, if I'm fully responsible, I can't look outward and blame people who make me feel bad because it really has nothing to do with them. Right. Oh, if I'm fully responsible, then this really is on me to make these choices and I can't have excuses. So it's, it's big. You know, one of the things that greater consciousness is saying too, just to address, to, to comment on what you were saying is that everything that they gave this year, it's like bit by bit, by bit, by bit, by bit, leading us to this moment and leading us to the next moment, leading us to the next moment. So it's really kind of cool to just look at it. So almost as dominoes, you know, it's like each one of the, each one of the dominoes had to fall, had to, to be recognized in order for us to be here having this conversation today and it really being meaningful. You know, those who, and it doesn't matter if your audience has listened to every one of the past year's um, podcasts or not, the energetic momentum that's been being built and built and built all year that brings us to this point is really where the magic is Yeah, for all of us. And we've, I picture it as we've been following these breadcrumbs. We've been getting the itty bitty lessons along the way. And this one for me, and maybe it's because this is one of my favorite practices ever. It feels like I can skip now. I can like, <laughs> like actually be skipping, not skipping, skip over or something, but like right. I can be skipping through well, like picking up these breadcrumbs. Yeah. 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 It really is. There's, there's a, there's a, 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 a you know, and I'm just going to use this term again, but a bigger breathing space here for all of us. And, and then practicing it now, sort of in this, in this energy that is so, so set up to support this allows for us to carry it forward in ways that will be helpful, no matter what comes into our life experiences collectively and individually going forward. It's like a really great way to finish the year you know, with this new practice to, to play around with and really see how it resonates for each one of us. Yeah. And how empowering to know you are responsible for your own surprise and delight for your own delightful surprises. Yeah. It's big. It's big. (laughs) It's bigger than I have words for. And I love that permission for all of the beings out there to be delightfully surprised every day, to receive your delightful surprises. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And know they can come in any way, shape or form, right. you know, that we, we tend to do this as humans is that we go, okay, I want to see a, you know, green caterpillar, then I'll be surprised and delighted. And the universe is like, okay, well, you can keep looking for the green caterpillar, but we've got fireworks and <laughs> like alien spaceships and all of these things around you to surprise and delight you, but you're missing them. Mm-hmm. So hold it loosely. You know, the universe will know that your soul knows, your inner being knows exactly what will surprise and delight you. 
And, you know, from a human design perspective, so when reflectors are living their design, they are surprised. And I was always jealous of that because in human design language, when generators and manifesting generators are living their design, well, the traditional language says they're satisfied, which is so blah. <laughs> but I, I translate it to when generators and manifesting generators are living their design, they're so excited, mm-hmm. but I've always wanted to be delightfully surprised. So here we go. Here you Thanks, go. Universe. Yeah. 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 I like that. Okay. I can't wait to report back like next month when we record to be like, how are you delightfully surprised? Yeah. I know. In fact, one of the things that I told my community uh, members last night was let's, let's, let's keep a list. Like you said, let's keep a list and, and, and see, because that's also a great reminder. It, it, it makes it more real sometimes for us to write it down or save it in our phones or whatever our, our way of, of uh, keeping record you know, and, and just for the, just for the sheer fun of it, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Ooh, look at all the things that surprised and delighted me today, this week, this month, it's powerful. And it builds the momentum of this energy. The more you, the more you receive and acknowledge, the more you will see it just, it's really just that simple. Yeah. We're retraining our brains. Our brains that are taught to look for what's scary, what's bad, what do I need to be aware of? Well, what do you need to be aware of? The light. Yeah. The things that are going to delightfully surprise you. Yeah. Yeah. It really is true. Mm. <laughs> this feels delicious. Ah, yeah. I'm looking forward to playing with it more and more and more, especially as I'm moving through the holiday season. Mm-hmm. you know, where it can all, it can be surprising and delighting with lights and sounds and Santa, as you said. Um, but it, for, for many energetically, this is a very challenging time of year. So it can be helpful both ways. Yeah. Well, and we're both going into this holiday season with some grief yeah. and that's going to be hard yeah. and there's going to be the delightful surprises as well. Anyway. And, and in concert, in concert, it's not one or the other. And that really is the big part of this message. You can have both, or you can choose to just have the one bad feeling part of it, but why, when you can have both and it's there for everybody, we just have to, we just have to set the intention for it to show us. You know, a lot of us, when we're going through really tough times, especially dark nights of the soul, we, we lose, we, we, we lose the, the, the sense that this can be easy. It can feel like work. It can feel like a lot of work. Oh, one more thing I need to do. And I can't even get out of bed and brush my teeth half the time. But that's why this, the, the greater consciousness really emphasizes this being a um, an allowing instead of, and doing. So you can lay in bed and choose not to get up and brush your teeth and still say, set this intention. Yeah. You can experience miracles from bed. Anywhere. Anywhere. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, this has been delightful, Amy. Thank you. Thank you. Remind us where to find you and how to get on your email list, which I had neglected to do for a little while. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Amywhite.co. All of my services, um, my events, my video series. um, There's a lot of freebies and there are two places to sign up for the newsletter at the very top and at the very bottom. And I only, I was saying, I only send out the newsletter about once a month and it's just a catch up. There's a little energy, you know, report usually included and just to stay in touch and, and let people know how they 
can look at the energy of the time now for their highest good. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for mm, too big. Don't have English words. <laughs> Just thank you. I love you. Thank you. Love you right back. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it with anyone else who needs to hear it. And if it lights you up to do so, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave the Find Your Awesome Podcast a five-star rating and a review. Thank you so much. Remember, you can find Amy and me here every month. You can find me here every week on the Find Your Awesome Podcast. You can learn more about me and how to work with me at kelseyabbott.com and find everything you need to know about Amy at amywhite.co. I love you. You are amazing. Go forth. Have a wonderful, magical day. May your day be so incredibly overflowing with delightful surprises. Go forth and be awesome. <laughs>